Hey everyone, welcome to our first session of the Debtstream Collections Made Digital Unwrapped series. So I'm here with Gareth Bailey today, my co-host. So as we get started, as many of you may know, we used to run a virtual coffee break session uh, last year and the year before, So, which started um, around March 2020 at the start of the pandemic. So we would invite different people from the collections industry to attend, understand different challenges that people were going through within their operations or customer challenges, for instance, they were seeing that they were going through due to the pandemic. And actually, it really gave a really good forum for people to share and how they could overcome these challenges as they were evolving very quickly, especially at the start of the pandemic. But also, it was great fun. We got to know a lot of different people from the industry as well and give them a forum where they could speak about these challenges and just actually build relationships. So I guess what, what we actually tried to do within that forum, like we said, was because the pandemic, give a clear space for people to come together and it worked really well. But it was one of those elements we've actually been on hold for a few months, haven't we, Gareth? Yeah, we, we we have. And I think what we wanted to do is understand how we could like build on the success of the coffee breaks, because like you say, they were brilliant and they worked and they were very effective in that time and place, but really relaunched something that was more expansive and had some other elements. So I guess that's why we decided to relaunch with, um, I think what you could say is a very snazzy title, Debtstream, Collections Made Digital Unwrapped. Um, I don't know who came up with that name, Martin. I wasn't myself. I think it was one of our fabulous uh, marketing team members. Yeah, probably. Um, but the new format, I guess, is going to be a series of episodes. Uh, it's going to be covering talks with the Debtstream team. Um, just a reminder, we should probably let the team know. Um, yeah. with people, across, <laughs> people across the industry, it'll be one-on-one. -on -one. Um, also, we're going to keep the Coffee Break Forum because that worked really well. We'll have webinars, uh, interviews, giving more insight into Debtstream, our insights into the industry, but also a bit more about us as a business, where we've come from and, uh, and where we're going. So really exciting to launch the, uh, the, new, the new episodes. No, it's brilliant. It's, it's going to be really interesting to get these out there. And uh, I think the big thing for us, we just want to continue to add value to the industry, but giving different forums where the collections industry's voice can be heard. Us as a business, we can continue to learn what is needed in the industry, what pains are within the industry as well, and how us as a business, for, as a technology supplier, can continue to support the industry as we evolve and move forward. Um, but we had a busy, busy 2021, Gareth, I guess, as well. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess lots of businesses had busy 2021s managing the pandemic and all the change, but... I guess for us, a few of the key call-outs um, would be we closed our funding round. Uh, that was big news for us. So thanks to all our investors, if you're out there listening. Um, no, our you. investors are, are fantastic, helping us, uh, continuing to support us to accelerate and grow. I think one of the other big areas is we've grown a fabulous team across you know, lots of different sectors and areas, across sales, marketing, product development, implementation, so we've uh, we've really developed and grown as a business, um, you know, back end of last year and early this year. So loads of exciting stuff going on. And I guess I guess with our great new team on board as well, they've uh, been really busy because um, we've we've not slowed down. We've 
continue to onboard new clients ourselves, you know, exciting new clients that we're working with, some that we're in project now that are actually launching uh, great new lending propositions to the UK, for example. But we also earlier in the year went live with our first client outside of the UK um, in Europe as well, which was really exciting as our platform had uh, been pushed further on some of the product features in re- to allow multi-language. So Gareth is now prolific across Spanish, Italian, Greek, yeah. and various different languages now Multilingual. after last year. Yeah. Multilingual. I've impressed myself, but uh, yeah, brilliant. It's been great. But So any challenges anyone has with translation, we ship them over to Gareth, and he'll be able to handle that for you. It's an ad- added service now that we're offering as Debt Street. Yeah. But... I guess another thing as part of that, which has been really crucial, is we've, uh, of course, had our, our brilliant investors on board, our great team, are the partnerships. So existing partnerships that we've had in place, and we continue to expand and create new exciting partnerships as well. And, and we thank all our partners that we've had so far and the new ones to come. But it's going to be an exciting time as we look to break out into different regions Across, like we said, accelerating Europe as we've gone live there now, and we have lots of great opportunities over there, as well as looking at other markets. But as part of facilitating that, as we're uh, continuing to accelerate, we've mentioned around uh, like the multi language, but we've been continuing to work hard on the product. So our development team, our delivery team, as well as um, other parts of the business and the sales team, getting the real insights from people in the industry. We're continuing to develop supporting features for our core platform and new products entirely that will support our core platform that we built, our digital collection self-service platform. And that, that is ranging from digital letters, for instance, that are fully integrated to the platform that allow seamless journeys, for instance, replacing uh, traditional letters, but they're more engaging, as well as micro journeys, which coming over different content that we're putting out there from the marketing team, or maybe in one of these episodes, we might uh, bring out a bit more information or even go through and show you a preview or demo as well of some of these new products and features. But it's, it's been really great. And we, we thank all the team for their hard work so far this year. They, they have all been awesome as well. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I guess just, just to pull it back, I guess as uh, Gareth, uh, mentioned we're relaunching a new series with our unwrapped series and throughout these series what you're going to get to do is know more about the team the founders of Debtstream as well and our views on what's happening in the industry and where everything seems to be going as well and I guess Gareth on this thinking about that we're going to be asking people's views and the founders as well It'd be great to hear about what you think are the main challenges over the next year in the industry. Yeah, I mean, I think it's multifaceted. There's going to, I mean, we're going to have loads of sessions on this, getting into the detail and deep dive. But I think, you know, one of the key challenges is going to be literally the unknown. You know, we are facing a cost of living crisis. Um, Sadly, we know that people are struggling financially and they're going to continue to struggle. So, I guess the challenge is understanding um, when it will hit, how it will impact and what that means for collections operations. If we talk specifically about, you know, our industry. So I think one of the challenges is being ready, you know, as an operation, Mm. you may not be seeing it now, but the expectations and the forecasts are that 
the, the problem sadly is only going to get worse. So being ready for increased volumes of customers entering collections, uh, supporting customers potentially in a different way. I think we'll see a different demographic of customer falling into arrears, getting into further financial difficulty, different demographics than we've seen historically. So I think pre-arrears strategies, I know loads of businesses are starting to and have quite extensive yeah. pre-arrears strategies, pre-arrears but going to be important. that is going to become critical and more and more important. So highlighting, finding triggers, you know, customers that are demonstrating signs of vulnerability and really targeting those customers and helping them before the situation becomes, you know, deeper and really bad, I think will be an absolute must. So, so I guess, I guess on that side though, for instance, if, if these challenges on, on the economy and people's affordability, the cost of living, for instance, start, start to go, continue to go down the path they have, volumes mm-hmm. start to increase of customers falling into risk. Yeah, I guess is there going to be a big thing and a big challenge for collections operations around scalability for one, for yeah. instance. But I guess That's... everything we've heard from clients and and people in the industry is issues and struggles around recruitment and retention, for instance, in their collections call center or operation at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. And I think leveraging technology is going to have a major part to play, in particular digital capability. So providing efficiency for operations as volumes increase. So being able to support customers through digital channels because, they, you know, it, it's an anxious time. I think being able to support customers and give them access to channels where it may in some way reduce that anxiety when they don't feel that they want to pick up the phone. They don't want to speak to somebody. Uh, and I'm not saying all customers are like this, by the way, but offering that channel and having that channel um, presented and where you can interact in a very intuitive way that's very supportive it's very simple and easy to use is incredibly important but being able to react quickly so so volumes will increase but also if we see sharp increases as we know it's very difficult to scale people it's very difficult to make a call center go from 100 people to 150 people very quickly but with digital technology it's almost instantaneous so you're providing that great level of support and that access for customers to help themselves. You can do that instantly. Um, so I, I, I think I know. And I, guess, that... I was just going to say, sorry, Gareth, I guess you also then at the same time don't have all that lead time, for instance, on recruitment, training and everything else for them to be ready as well. So as well as it's a difficult task, actually getting those people in in the first place at the moment and retaining them to be honest uh, from everything i know within the first couple of weeks yeah actually getting them to the right point when they're ready to support those customers or have the level of experience to support those customers is actually quite a difficult task in itself so actually the time before your operation can be ready to deal with those volumes is you either need to be recruiting now well in advance for instance which actually is an investment which is quite difficult to absorb for instance, when the customer volumes aren't necessarily here now, or like you say, technology, for instance, allows that scale up and down. Yeah, instance, exa- exactly. And no one's got a crystal ball. Well, they might have a crystal ball, but no one's got a crystal ball that actually works. So we don't actually know when these volumes will hit. Um, yeah. So you're absolutely right. That sort of instant readiness, I think, is going to be really important. But it'll be great to get into more detail other discussions as we go through 
the different episodes. Um, but yeah, that's that's my <laughs> high level view. No, th- thanks there, Gareth. Thanks there, Gareth. And uh, as Gareth has mentioned as well, we will get into further topics or further discussions with people from the industry as well as like the team and founders throughout different episodes of the series. Um, but but I'll, I guess... I'll, just inter- I'll just interrupt you there, Martin, because oh, um, right. I, I, I just thought I wanted to uh, ask you something, actually, which may be of interest to, to our viewers, because people okay. may, may see us, they see posts that we do, but... I would, I do know a bit about your background, quite a lot, but I think it would be useful if you told us a bit about how you got into the wonderful world of collections and a little bit about your background, because I know you've been in collections for a while, but that would be, that would be really useful, I think. I guess everyone has their tale of how they've got into debt collection. Uh, It's it's maybe not, not the industry people expected themselves to be in um, when they were first looking out in the wild like the world of what they, path they're going to go down. But I guess for myself, I I actually started out studying graphic design. So something completely different. A graphic design student, I thought I was going to go into animation. Um, one of my cousins actually has a really successful animation business itself. I thought I was going to go down, down a similar path. Um, but I then ended up realizing I loved graphic design. I loved everything around it. And part of it actually early stage was in uh, web development and web design at that stage. But I went into advertising, a company called Thompson Local. Some people might know the local directory, looking to break into advertising for themselves and went for a path within that company that ended up actually working in their digital marketing area because they had one of the first partnerships with Google as a reseller for their Google AdWords uh, product. And I learned a lot at that point then around driving people through digital marketing, optimizing digital marketing and engagement approaches, and then the actual web platforms that they were landing on for conversion and how, how best to take them through that journey. And then, and then it got shut down, that area of the business. I didn't know what I was going to do. I was young, living in my first place, I'd moved out. Moved out from my parents first time at uh, 21. And my friends worked for uh, a company called CapQuest. It was around the corner. A debt collection agency, as I found out. And, you know, everyone needs to pay their bills. So decided to join. Decided to join the business. And funny thing is, actually realized the complication and all the things that go on actually within a collections and recoveries operation. It was actually more interesting than I thought it was going to be at the time. As, as you probably found out in your history, which you can talk about another time, Gareth, as well. But I then ended up, I then ended up um, going into, I worked, started in operations. I then ended up going into the strategy area of the business where I got to know a bit more about how they engage people and everything like this, for instance, to drive customers' engagements, which started to kind of touch on my... Uh, previous experience in digital marketing the approach of that side and went into customer experience which was starting to scratch the surface of digital within collections and then i met you and leo our other co-founder and we built their the digital uh, propositions and platforms after arrow global had acquired them so it was kind of my path to debt collection and then i've not stopped since no you haven't we decided to found a business within Collections and, re- in the collections and recoveries world. 
you've just you've just you just reminded me actually do you remember when we we first started out i know you've got all of your um graphic design background for some reason i had a massive issue with like trying to remember this so when we used to introduce Ah, ourselves and talk about our backgrounds i used to introduce you as having a background in interior design do you remember yes yes you did and then people used to take it seriously and actually start asking you about cushion and curtain matches well just... our our operations director at the time <laughs> yeah. called me in thinking oh you're an interior designer great and asking me about the curtains and everything in his office so thank you gareth that was yeah. a fun time that was good yeah. that was a fun time graphic design and interior design yes there is design within it yeah. slightly different <laughs> slightly different nuances no i just remembered <laughs> yeah. fun times that was oh, good thank, thanks for that that's good that's really good. No, no, no. Thank, thanks, Gareth. It was, um, yeah, it's always good to revisit and look at where you've come from as well. But what you don't realise is how all those little elements of where you've come from along your career and life actually build to the experience of what you're doing today. Because yeah. all of those experiences, as well as the interior design elements, have been really useful as we've been building out Vetstream. So I guess, I guess you know, everyone like. Just as we've uh, covered a few different areas on this, it's just worth highlighting, like we've mentioned uh, earlier in the talk and this episode, is we will be catching up with different people from the industry as well, whether that's team members, existing clients or other people from the industry. Um, As some of you may know, we have brought on Ken Stannard, the ex-group CEO of Cabot Credit Management, as our chairman. So you will see him here soon on another episode. It might be one to watch because we're going to have a bit of fun and have Ken grilling Gareth. I don't know if you knew about that, Gareth. I didn't know about the grilling. I knew that the legend that is Ken Stannard will be on one of our next episodes, but I thought it was going to be more of an interview. But you obviously been speaking to him in the background and want to make me look silly, but that's fine. We need to have a bit of fun in our day-to-day <laughs> yeah. work lives. Let's go for it. Now that's good. That's good. So um, I think that wraps up for our first episode. Um, but thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, look forward to bringing you many more episodes on the Debtstream Collections Made Digital Unwrapped. Um, but uh, thanks very much for listening and look forward to catching up again. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you soon. <laughs>